Yeah, see, it has adaptive air suspension. Huh, air right on yeah. these motherfuckers. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back to Modified Lifestyle. I'm your host, Andrew. And I'm Ranjad. And today we got some interesting news. So not like the normal modified car community news we got. Uh, the last week, it was jam-packed with a lot of electric car hype. And we're literally doing the same thing this week. It's all electric cars. And this week was really, really, really jam-packed with a lot of electric cars coming out and a lot of releases, I'd say. Yeah, so just to go over it, uh, the first one, probably the least hyped up one, I would say, probably like the the less the least known, is the Rivian R1T. Mm-hmm. So I believe this it seems like a rather new company. Yeah, uh, they have an SUV, fully electric SUV, mm-hmm. and the one we're going to be talking about is the R1T, which is the fully electric pickup truck. Yeah. So I mean, there's another one that. It's gonna, we're going to talk about that's also a pickup truck. But I'm pretty sure they're the first ones to release a electric pickup truck, technically. Yeah, so a fully electric pickup truck. Um, yeah, in, I mean, in my books, yeah, I would say they're probably the first ones to release it. Very close to, you know, the second pickup truck we're going to be talking about. But, you know, in terms of electric vehicles, you know, we've seen a lot of electric vehicles from yeah. cars, to SUVs, yeah. pickup trucks. I think most manufacturers are kind of staying away from just because of the amount of power uh, like a lot of pickup trucks require Yeah. for like off-roading use and towing capacity and all that. But yeah, the, the R1T, it seems pretty promising. Yeah. All right. So just to like uh, spit out some facts right now, mm-hmm. the R1T, it promises to have 400 plus miles of range, which is amazing. Yeah. Especially in a pickup truck. Like a lot of smaller cars don't even have that kind of range. Yeah. Um, acceleration zero to 60 in three seconds which is also insane for a pickup truck yeah and total power of up to 750 horsepower yeah which is really impressive uh again it's a pickup truck right they're they're really really heavy and yeah and these are like they're high off the ground you know they're really big and even with like a load as well like i think the towing capacity is eleven thousand pounds yeah which is significantly more than you know comparable gasoline or diesel powered i would say this is it's probably up to par with like the ram 1500 you know the silverado yeah Yeah, we're not exactly sure how big the bed is because obviously in like a pickup truck market you know the bed of the truck matters a lot depending on what you're going to be using it for exactly um they don't have a lot of information about that but you know it's a pickup truck so there's no engine in it so you have the front of the trunk or the frunk for storage and then you also have the full bed uh one thing that really really that i found really cool about this truck in general so it has this special feature it's called waiting depth so that means that uh if you're going mudding especially you can actually be in water almost three feet and nothing will actually happen to the truck which in in general when it comes to like electric vehicles I think that's what a big problem with those cars are. Any water that gets inside that system can actually mess up the wiring. Oh, yeah, easily. Um, Especially with, like, you know, electric cars and stuff. You really have to be careful about how much water you're driving in, especially if, like, you're in, like, flooding situations or whatever. You know, the water can easily damage any of those systems. 100%. Uh, for a pickup truck, obviously, it has, like, the raised height for it. And it's this truck is kind of designed for off-roading, mm-hmm. right? So it has that 
three feet of depth where you could submer- completely submerge the car in. Yep. And it also has this quad motor system, so each wheel is independently controlled by its own motor, which the company claims that it offers superior control on the road and off the road too. So in terms of pickup trucks, this really like compares to Ford F-150s, the Silverado, the Ram, the Tundra, and the Tundra and the Nissan Titan. Yeah, I think so, those would be the biggest competitors. Yeah, so similar like size yeah. in terms of size, you know, the, that's kind of like what it's competing with. In terms of design, if like if anyone here has seen the pickup truck, it seems like a pretty traditional design. Yeah. You know, um, really heavy and bulky looking. Yeah, so it it kind of has like it's four door obviously. Yeah. Uh, it has like the bed and the front of the car. It's it's kind of interesting. It has like this light bar that kind of stretches across the front of the car, mm-hmm. and then it has uh, like very futuristic. Yeah, I'll say that it's very futuristic looking car. But nonetheless, it would definitely blend in with a lot of its competitors and like in the car market now. It's not different like some of the other cars that we're going to discuss. Yeah, yeah. It, it's kind of more traditional, but it has a more uh, like modern touch to it. Yeah. But yeah, this car, it was just announced like uh, early last week. So there's not a lot of information available about it. Uh, but yeah, I just want to like state again, this car, the max specifications with 750 horsepower goes 0 to 60 in 3 seconds. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous for a pickup truck. That's like supercar territory. Exactly. And I think the whole reason why people are starting to realize that electric cars are just much better is because there's no actual, you know... Gears. Exactly. Right? There's no transmission. It's just, you know, one pedal just goes. Exactly. And I, I think people don't realize that with more moving parts, there's more confusion and more delay in power. Right? Yeah, exactly. In this, uh, I'm guessing, this is how they're putting it, but they have one motor in the front, one motor in the back. Right? Yeah, so there's different configurations. Exactly. Um, I'm not sure which tier has the configurations, but, I mean, the max tier has four motors, so one motor powers each individual wheel. Yeah. So, you know, upon acceleration, it probably, like, the computer probably recognizes how much power is needed for each wheel exactly. and applies it accordingly. Yeah. And that's how it's able to get this 0-60 time of three seconds. And 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 like the electric market, especially like considering Tesla, like what they're doing with their cars, uh, the zero to sixty time, it's pretty important in terms of electric cars nowadays. Yeah. Yep. Right. So it's it's actually really impressive that like a company like this, with relatively new technology, is able to you know compete in that market. Yeah, totally agree with that statement. So the second uh, electric vehicle that actually was announced this week was the new Mustang Mach E. But it's an SUV. Yeah, so this was it's it was kind of highly anticipated from Ford. Yeah. Um, I believe there were like rumors that Ford was working on an electric SUV and that it would have the Mustang name to it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this is exactly what you know kind of was announced last week by Ford. Yeah. yeah. So the Mustang Mach E, that's the official name for it. They're continuing the Mustang brand into this SUV, kind of you know incorporating that sports car element to it. And, you know, from first glance, it definitely shares a lot of similarities with the Ford Mustang. All right, so on paper, uh, the Ford Mustang Mach-E starts at around $50,000. So this is their official Canadian pricing. Yeah. And it goes all the way up to $80,000, which is the GT Performance. So this is the highest performance model of it. You know, it shares a lot of qualities with the actual Mustang. Mm -hmm. And on paper, they're stating a 0 to 60 in the mid three second range so they don't have an exact number but three point like 
let's say 3.5 seconds for an electric SUV, yeah. which it's pretty good. You know, it's kind of comparable to like the Tesla. Yeah. Uh, it's not quite there, but you know, it's, it works for Ford's first electric SUV. Yeah. Considering that they mainly stick, stuck to gas, gas powered vehicles in the past uh, and them just being like introduced to this market. I think they're honestly doing pretty well besides using the Mustang name. That's the only thing I feel they kind of messed up on. But I do see why they did it. The styling is very, very similar. And everyone loves a Mustang styling. That's the reason why they bought a Mustang, right? Yeah, exactly. I think, like, continuing that Mustang name, it, it's kind of like um, continuing its legend, I guess you yeah. could say, right? Their legacy. Yeah, the legacy. Because, uh, you know, the truth is that electric is the future yeah right there's no way of like changing that yeah and by introducing like the mustang electric suv you know it's kind of their first step into that market and like you said like this is their first fully electric car yeah which is it's really impressive of ford to like achieve a car like this zero to 60 the mid three seconds they have an estimated range of 475 kilometers Mm -hmm. uh pretty up there in terms of electric cars yeah another thing obviously we mentioned their styling but they've also copied a lot of things, especially the inside from the Tesla. Yeah, so it, it's very evident. Yeah, uh, I've seen a lot of things online that kind of compared it to. Yeah, and there's a lot of similarities between yep. the Mach E and the Model X, yep. or even the Model Y too. Yeah, in terms of exterior styling, it kind of shares a lot of the similarities between a lot of the sport SUVs we're seeing nowadays. Mm-hmm. It has like that sloped back, so a lot of different manufacturers they're calling this a coupe so they'll say it's suv coupe mm-hmm. it has like the slope and roof at the back and it has like a more sportier front end so that's kind of you know what ford is going for here mm-hmm. on the interior it definitely looks a lot like a tesla yeah uh the steering wheel you know it's a standard steering wheel but then it has like the one large vertical screen yeah it's very tesla like i do really like the rear lights i think that was a good touch and they hit this hit it spot on in my opinion um, compared to the Mustang line. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I like the, the exterior sounds really nice. Uh, the Ford Mustang, especially like the newer ones, they have this really nice, aggressive, and kind of modern, sportier look. Mm-hmm. And the Mustang obviously shares that. You know, being electric, it doesn't, you know, need a lot of mm-hmm. ventilation. So the front end is kind of very clean, clean lines, and very aggressive looking. Yeah. So in terms of specs, obviously the, the, the select version aka the base model it it only comes with 255 horsepower i believe it comes rear wheel drive and all wheel drive so you can choose which one you want and as we go down the list it seems like it's very consistent power uh by by the time we get to the gt performance edition we can see the numbers coming up so that i think the the gt performance only comes in all wheel drive comes with around 460 horsepower and around six uh 612 pounds of torque which is again very impressive especially for an suv yeah especially for ford too like like we said this is ford's first fully electric vehicle mm-hmm. and to you know kind of come up with numbers like that yeah is really ambitious of them mm-hmm. i believe this car was unveiled at the la auto show yeah not completely sure so they had a like a fully working model there mm-hmm. but yeah i think this car it's scheduled to go into production late 2020 so right now they're calling it the 2021 Mustang Mach-E. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a 2021 model. So we're probably going to see this in about a year mm-hmm. on the road. But yeah, I'm pretty excited. In my opinion, I think Ford is doing a really, really good thing here. 
for being their first electric car you know they definitely fit a lot of technology into that just from like technology wise like interior you know they have the fully digital speedometer you know the full vertical screen they have a lot of standard safety technology too like lane assist and you know the emergency brake and all that kind of stuff yeah so it's a very smart car in terms of like an electric car it's very comparable to tesla everything that you see on this car again very comparable yeah it's very comparable in terms of you know technology and styling yeah shares a lot of similarities there one thing to know about this car uh in the car community especially is that a lot of people don't really like the Mustang name in it. And there's a reason why. Because the Mustang comes with a muscle back, you know. It's generalized as a muscle car. Yeah, exactly. You know, the back in the day, you know, if you had a Ford Mustang with the big V8 in it, that was a real Mustang. Yeah. You know, and even up to today's standard, you know, mm-hmm. the V8 Mustang is like kind of the king of the hill. Yeah. And I, I feel like... I mean, they didn't really mess up. They had to change. Otherwise, their company would go downhill. Let's be honest. Yeah. Right? Everyone's going into electric cars, and they had to. Like, if they didn't, then they would be losing. So, I feel they could have went in a different approach, called it something else. They didn't have to name it the Mustang. But what else would they call it then? Because it's the styling is very similar, right, to the Mustang. Yeah, I'd agree. I think, like, the in the beginning, they kind of... They probably decided to call it the Mustang, so they kind of designed it based on the Mustang styling. Yeah. But I think it's pretty smart of them to incorporate the Mustang badging and styling into the car. Yeah. Uh, just for marketing, simply, yeah. right? Yeah. Because, like, the Mustang is kind of like Ford's... I would call it the Icon. Because it's, I believe it's one of their longest lasting cars. Yeah, the Mustang is kind of what Ford is known for. You know, even, like, back in the day, like, the Ford Mustang has a long history. And even up to, like, 2019, like... Ford has continuously evolved the Mustang into what it is today. Yeah. And by continuing that brand and legend into the electric world, it's really smart on them because, you know, they could create this new market for the Mustang. Yeah. Right? And, like, where the market's going right now, it's definitely going to be electric. You know, we're probably going to see a fully electric Mustang coupe, I would say, within the next maybe 5, 10 years easily. So I think it's good on Ford for, you know, creating this mustang mach-e and i think it'll do pretty good i totally agree with that and uh, i agree a hundred percent with your statement there's a reason why they named it the mustang because they know that they're gonna have all their cars branded in the same way right yeah if you think exactly about it, right they're gonna have the mustang line just how tesla did it they're, they did their own thing obviously but they're gonna have similar styling the mustang and they're probably gonna have a newer model that's a bit bigger than this, and they're going to call it something else. And it's a good thing that they're still keeping this, the other Mustang. At least they didn't get rid of it completely, like other brands did, right? Yeah, so they still have, like, the fully V8, mm-hmm. you know, what Ford is, like, what the Mustang is known for. They yeah. still have that model. Yeah. They're not getting rid of it anytime soon. Exactly. And, you know, we've seen in the past years that Ford actually cut a lot of their cars. There's a reason why Ford is building this thing as an SUV. They could have taken a Mustang that they currently have and just put a electric motor in it but they didn't there's a reason why and it's because suvs sell if they just took the mustang and they threw electric motor in it what would happen yeah i don't think anyone would really buy that anyone wouldn't buy it because there's a name to it yeah right being an suv if you look at ford's lineup right now a lot of it is mainly suvs i don't think they only have like two cars don't know 
Yeah, I believe. I mean, yeah, they, I think they have the Ford Fusion, exactly. which they're still selling, and right. they have the Mustang. Yeah. But aside from that, you know, those are the only two cars that they're actively producing. I'm guessing right now, yeah. according to their website, at least. Yeah. But you know, the market is definitely shifting into SUVs. You see a 100%. lot of people yeah. who are moving away from cars and purchasing SUVs. Yeah. So it's a really good move for Ford to start out in the SUV market, yeah. especially with their history with making SUVs. I think yeah. it's a really good start for them. And I can definitely see this in the future. I know they're coming out with this particular SUV in 2021 at the end of the year, I believe. I think that's what it says on their website. Yeah. Um, but I can definitely see their entire lineup shifting towards electric-powered vehicles. Like I can definitely see the 2025 Explorer fully electric SUV and 100% this is good for them because companies like Tesla they're still making cars that's the main focus but I think 2025 I think they're gonna have a lot of the SUV market for electric vehicles yeah I totally agree with that you know in in the market right now we see a lot of smaller cars that are Mm -hmm. fully electric we don't see a lot of fully electric SUVs exactly this is probably one of the first ones that's available in canada i could say yeah aside from the tesla yeah and you know from the starting price of fifty thousand dollars canadian it's really really attractive yeah like i think the 20 uh, the explorer actually comes hybrid right yeah so i believe they make a lot of hybrid cars yeah, yeah yeah um so i can definitely see this explorer in the future a full electric car i wouldn't be surprised and yeah, I think the Maki it's a really really good start for Ford. Mm-hmm. I can see them incorporating a lot of the technology. Yeah. As long as it's successful, which I believe it will be really successful, mm-hmm. um incorporate it into other cars as well yeah. under SUVs. But yeah, enough, you know, comparing all these cars to Tesla. Yeah. Let's just talk about, you know, the real star of the week. Yeah. Honestly, this this kind of freaked me out. Um because the Tesla Cybertruck that we're going to be talking about the Cybertruck here. Oh my god, I drew this when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, so if you've been sleeping under a rock for the last week, yeah. and you don't know what we're talking about, Tesla, I believe last Thursday, they announced yeah. this new Cybertruck. Yeah. So this car, or this truck, was actually, the idea was kind of announced by Elon, you know, a couple months ago maybe. And I remember on Twitter, he actually tweeted that the Cybertruck is like nothing you'll ever imagine. <laughs> Something along those lines he tweeted. And no one, no one could really, you know, decipher what he was meaning by that. Yeah. But if you look at the truck now, you know, it's definitely true. Yeah. You, no one could have predicted that he himself drew this. Yeah. Like, honestly, it does look like I kind of drew it when I was a kid. It's very different from any other truck that you'll ever find on the market. And there's a reason why. It's very boxy and it's made out of stainless steel. Or a very stainless steel complex. Yeah, so if you haven't looked at the car already, uh, a lot of people are calling it a triangle or a polygon, <laughs> Yep. which is very true. It has like two straight edges. Like literally, the front of the car is just one slope. The back of the car is another slope. And it looks like it's very high off the ground. It's a very large car too. Like I've seen test drives of the car. It's pretty big. I think like standard, it comes with a six and a half foot bed, which... In this, in like the pickup truck market, you know, that's kind of uh, an upgrade for a lot of the trucks. I think during the presentation, Elon compared it to the F-150. And in terms of size, it was a lot larger than the standard F-150 compared to the standard Cybertruck. Yeah. Nevertheless, I know the styling is kind of iffy for me, uh, but I I believe the, the specs are very impressive. 
it goes zero to sixty in two point nine seconds. And from the from all the electric vehicles that we've talked about today, I believe this is the probably the fastest out of all of them, right? Oh yeah, easily. And yeah. it's kind of funny because on on stage when they announced the truck, Elon said that it's faster than a Porsche 911, which is very true, and it's faster than a lot of supercars. Yeah. And this is a full size pickup truck that's made of stainless steel. Yeah. Which that's that's like incredible. Yeah. How they were able to 100%. create you know this super fast pickup truck. Yeah. Uh, and it's fully electric too. Yeah, and not only that, but it also has a range up to 500 miles, which holy crap, that's crazy! After oh, converting, that's around 800 kilometers. Yeah, that that's just ridiculous. Like in electric cars, we've never seen any car that passes like 400 miles. And you know, I'm not really surprised. You know, Tesla, in terms of like innovation, you know, they've been able to create. A lot of electric cars with like this incredible range. Yeah. 500 miles in a pickup truck is something we've never heard of before. Mm-hmm. All right. In terms of pricing, there's no official Canadian pricing. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be talking strictly US. The base model of the truck starts at 39900 And this is like, there's only one size of the truck. So every variation of it comes with the six and a half foot bed. It's uh, six seaters. So three in the front, three in the back. And uh, the range varies throughout the different tiers. Yeah. So starting at around forty thousand dollars, which Tesla claims that it's ten thousand dollars more than the Ford F one hundred and fifty, which is not a bad price for fully electric pickup truck. Yeah. And it goes all the way up to seventy thousand dollars. So that comes with the tri motor, all wheel drive. This is the high performance model. Uh, it also comes with like you could also get their self driving features. So it's fully autonomous. So in terms of drivetrain, it comes with uh, rear-wheel drive, obviously, and all-wheel drive as well. So fully all-wheel drive comes with the highest tier. I think you get it with the middle tier as well. Uh, the highest tier, I think it's up to 700 horsepower. And, you know, it also comes with that 0 to 60 time of 2.9 seconds. Towing capacity is, like, one of the highest I've ever seen in a truck this size. Yeah. 14,000 pounds. That's insane. That's, I mean, it's almost double of what a Ford F-150 could pull. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like this is kind of slightly inflated. I don't know. I haven't seen this truck pull anything yet. It could be true even, but it kind of seems inflated to me, to be honest. Yeah, it, this on paper, it seems really, really impressive. Yeah. I don't know how, you know, how Tesla's going to kind of honor these features, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But one thing to note about this car is that this is a prototype. Yeah. This is not a fully car that's in production. It's yeah. fully, you know... Mm-hmm designed everything like that and like yeah the yeah. car that they had on stage it had no windshield wipers no side mirrors it the headlights it was just a bar of light at the front bumper and then there was a an led light bar at the top of the windshield yeah so i don't think that really complies with u.s regulations in terms of in terms of headlights mm-hmm. i feel that elon musk is straight trolling everyone and i feel like this prototype is just like to kind of troll but really, he has something on the side that looks 10 times better than this thing. Looking at this car, I think Elon Musk just has too much money on his hand. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I feel the same thing. Like When you're that rich, I, I guess you could do whatever you want. And I feel like that's what he did with this truck. 100%. I totally agree with that statement. But aside from that, the car, the truck looks really impressive. Like, even the interior, um, six-seater, you know, it's pretty standard for a pickup truck. Yeah, it's truck. a Tesla, right? Yeah. So, the interior is obviously going to be nice. Yeah. Uh, so it has, uh, at least the prototype they had there, it had 
a uh, single horizontal screen similar mm-hmm. to what the Model 3 has. Yeah. Uh, the steering wheel, it's very race car-ish. So it kind of it shares similarities with the Roadster's steering wheel, mm-hmm. which I imagine would not make it to the final model. I don't think it meets regulations in terms of that. It also had like this marble top finish on the dash, mm-hmm. which is really interesting because marble's like really, really heavy. But in terms of size, the interior, it actually looks really, really spacious. Uh, nonetheless, it's a very large car. They actually had a lot of uh, examples of what the bed can do. So they also unveiled a Tesla ATV. Yeah, so the Tesla ATV, they, they loaded the truck with the ATV. Um, it has adaptive air suspension. Mm-hmm. So you can raise and lower the car. This is, it's more for like, you know, unloading the bed. Yeah. So that's kind of what they demonstrated there. They kind of lowered the car, uh, loaded up the ATV and then raised it back to the normal height. Which is actually pretty cool. I'm, I don't know if modern trucks have that feature. Yeah, it's definitely an interesting truck. I'm I'm curious to like what the different uses for the bed is. Uh, there's pictures online of like the bed of the truck being completely covered and it has a solar panel on it. So it'll be interesting to see how that kind of incorporates into the car. Mm-hmm. They also have like a barbecue for the bed. Yeah. I don't know how that exactly works. But you know, at the end of the day, a lot of people have mixed reactions about it. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I, I kind of like it. I, I like it because it's different. It's it's very different, and it, honestly, I've never seen so, uh, someone blast that much money into, a, you know, a concept. Yeah, that's one that's one thing to know, too. And especially that there are a lot of people already interested in this. Oh, I, yeah. Honestly, I'm shocked. <laughs> As of recording this, they have over 150,000 pre-orders. Yeah, which, which is insane. Yeah, for a truck like this, you yeah. know, it shows that... Tesla could kind of make anything and people will buy it. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I feel like Tesla, they're kind of the Apple in the car world. Yeah. Where they can make anything and people will hype it up and people will purchase it no matter what. Exactly. And it's exactly what happened with this truck. Like this is, it's, this is not even an official release. This is a working prototype. So a lot can change within like whatever three, four years of production that they're going to go through. But yeah. In my opinion, I think it's very ambitious of Tesla. I really like it just because it's so different. It's so futuristic it's so like industrial you yeah. know with the stainless steel yeah uh, on stage they actually demonstrated they hit it with a hammer and you know the body was totally fine that's how that's kind of what they're marketing it towards because to pick up truck you know it has to be durable yeah so having stainless steel in it definitely it, making the a very military style truck yeah exactly and it was kind of funny during the live stream they talked about this armored glass yeah so the glass is supposed to be like super strength or whatever yeah and they had a metal ball that they threw at the the driver's side window yeah and i'm assuming it's not supposed to break but it actually broke (laughs) but it didn't shatter yeah so that's one thing it didn't shatter the ball didn't go right through it yeah it kind of just hit the uh, hit the window and it fell down fell down yeah and they did it a second time and it also broke (laughs) uh it wasn't supposed to happen elon said that but one thing to know, like the ball, it was a heavy metal ball. Mm-hmm. And they were able to throw out this window and it didn't shatter. The ball didn't go through. Mm-hmm. So it, it shows how how strong the glass is on the car and how, you know, durable the car is in general. Yeah. This truck, it, it's built like a tank, let's be honest. Like the fully stainless steel, you know, it's super high off the ground. And with the performance, like 0 to 60 in 2.9 seconds mm-hmm. is absolutely ridiculous. Like... Like, once again, this is, like, supercar territory. Like, we talked about with the R- R1T. This outperforms a lot of supercars on the market right now. Yeah. 
and I'm just going through his or his Twitter, um, and we were talking about the the steel ball test. Franz, the the one that actually threw the steel ball at the actual Cybertruck, actually did it before the actual launch, and what was actually supposed to happen was the steel ball was supposed to hit the truck and bounce right off, and it was supposed to really show how rigid this this truck's supposed to be. But hey. Whatever. It- yeah, exactly. In the video, it shows that, you know, the Cybertruck kind of held up to the damage of the steel ball. Um, but, like, once again, this is a prototype. So yeah. a lot can change within, like, whatever, three, four years of the car until it goes into production. Yeah. And obviously, on the internet, a lot of people are going to react to this. Uh, I believe when it was announced, there was a lot of mixed reactions. Even at the event, people were like, what the fuck is this? Uh, online, you know, it, it kind of continued as well it honestly for me it turned into a meme yeah yeah it's definitely a meme there's a lot of memes out there about it my opinion i think they hit the whole military style on point but they really need to change how it looks i'm sorry but i get it they wanted to make it really really strong and like very durable and i'm sorry but this thing no is a no for me yeah and that's kind of like that's what we see online it's a lot of mixed reactions yeah um, at the end of the day, they already have 150,000 pre-orders within, yeah. like, three days of yeah. announcing it. Yeah. And, you know, in true Tesla fashion, this car is going to be delayed, just like any other car that they've released. They have, I believe they have, like, three other cars before they have to put this into production. So they have the the transport truck, they have the Roadster, which I believe should be out next year. Yeah. They have the Model Y, and then we're going to see the Cybertruck. Yeah. So I would say about five years until we see this thing. On the road. Yeah. Right? And a lot can change within those five years in terms of the market and, you know, where the market kind of goes in terms of design and pickup trucks in general. Yeah. And 100% with just these two pickup trucks getting released, 100% all the other companies are really pushing to get their, you know, electric vehicles out and about. Yeah, it definitely, like, it's competition, you know? Yeah. So with these two trucks being announced this week, I'm sure a lot of other manufacturers, they're going to try to, you know, come out with their own electric version of their pickup trucks to compete with these cars. So I, my favorite from all these three, I think, was the Mustang SUV. And there's a, the reason why is because it's the most, I would say, realistic. It has a decent amount of horsepower. It looks okay, looks pretty good. And... At the end of the day, it is a Mustang. So I feel like them actually releasing all the other two trucks, like the RT, the R1T, it's not even, you know, available yet. No pricing is there. I think they said it's it's around $69,000. And the Cybertruck, let's be honest, there's so many other vehicles in line. So for me, if I was, I was looking for an electric vehicle right now, it would honestly just be the Mach-E. Yeah, and that's one thing that, you know, I've seen on social media where people are deciding upon, you know, the, with the R- R1T, the Mustang Mach-E, and the Cybertruck, there's a lot of debate between which one people should pre-order if they're looking for electric vehicles. Yeah. I I personally like the Cybertruck. Uh, like I said, it's just it's so different. It's so industrial, yeah. Yeah. military-like yeah. that I love it so much. Yeah. You know, it, just because it's so different, it stands out so much. Yeah, uh, It's very anti-tesla it doesn't look like any tesla that you've ever seen in the market mm-hmm. actually now that i think about it, there's actually no badges on it yeah so it's very very clean clean lines you know it's all like one piece so there's not a whole lot of like not a whole lot of styling to it which 
kind of goes against uh, what you would actually buy a Tesla for, which is like elegance. Um, it's electric vehicle, right? It still holds that other, the second part, electric vehicle, but it's kind of losing the elegance of it, of owning a Tesla. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it's a pickup truck. It doesn't have to share many features with its, right. uh, you know, its younger siblings. Uh, but yeah, I like it because of that. Yeah. Just because it's so it's, different. It's out of this world. Most likely, it'll change by the time they actually produce it. But Oh, yeah, for sure. I believe I saw somewhere that Elon Musk actually, actually wants to put this thing on Mars. Yeah. Which is really interesting because it has a similar design to a Mars rover. Yeah. And, you know, with SpaceX and what they're doing. It might be the whole reason why he's actually even bringing this thing out. Yeah, honestly. I think that's what I... Like, incorporating Tesla with SpaceX, you know... I think maybe last year or year before, they actually sent the new Roadster into space. Mm -hmm. If you remember that, they had a whole live stream for it. It's probably still orbiting space right now or on Earth or I don't know exactly. But yeah, I believe Elon wants to put this thing on Mars. So, you know, having that industrial look to it and, you know, the whole durability of it definitely makes sense. And, you know, that's why I like it. But yeah, those are our opinions. Very heavily debated cars this week. And... A lot of stuff came out this week. That's a good thing, right? Good yeah, for us. It was, it was a good week yeah. uh, for the electric market, of course. But what I think what this really tells us, especially about the modified community, we're going to be seeing a lot more high horsepower vehicles that are electric, right? So that means that we're going to be doing much less in terms of modifications. Yeah, for the in terms of modifications... Not much you could do to an electric car. Let's no. be honest. Yeah. In terms like styling, yes, you could do body kits, wheels, stance, whatever. But in terms of performance, not much. Nothing much you could do. Yeah. Which isn't a bad thing because these cars they have a lot of power. Yeah. But yeah, that's about it for today. I think this week the main focus was on the Mustang Mach E and the Cybertruck. So definitely let us know which one is your favorite in terms of that. But yeah, thank you guys for listening. If you guys enjoy the podcast. Definitely share it with your friends and family. It's available on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And definitely get in touch with us if you have any interesting topics or something else that you want us to discuss on our podcast. Hit us up on Instagram at NorthsideWhips or email us NorthsideWhips at gmail.com. And as you all know, the holidays are coming up. Keep a lookout. We're going to be doing a special Northside Whips giveaway pack. Yep. Keep an eye out. Thank you guys for listening once again, and see you guys next week. There you go. There you go. All right.